from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Taking applications for another way to say hello or a way to start this Hola. podcast. Hola. Hola. Wait, no. Hola, como esta? Y konnichiwa. He said, come in my French. I said, come in my French. And I said, no matter where I go, we start I love them all. We should just start off with a song every time. Last time it was TikTok, right? Was that the song? Yeah, or something? No, it was Pagapus. Oh, yes. Take me away. Take me away. A secret place. You hear my voice and you can only hear Sarah. And I was like, that's your. Guys, welcome to Crying in Public. We're so excited to be here. I'm sorry. (laughs) Drink for the, isn't that part of the drinking game? It's like a. That game, and by now, it's Rhodes Alcoholism is what that game is called. Yeah, literally. Um, Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm Sydney. I'm Sophia. I'm Isha. And I'm Claudia. (laughs) Tonight, we have a meditation. (laughs) (laughs) This would be perfect for that. I'm going to put you to sleep. Thank you, Okay, so <laughs> totally forgot I was supposed to speak. So today we're gonna be talking about types, like what each other's type is. We're gonna roast each other, like if guys have types, like what we think if they're weird or not, if we think our types are weird or not. Thank you for listening. Okay, wait. Flat, and like fetishes too. Oh yeah. Flat Fet- out question. Yes. Like super before we get into like guessing each other's types and we are shit. Know. Yeah. What do you guys feel about types in general? Like, having them, being them, wanting them, not having them? Okay, I know it's controversial because when you say you have a, you don't, it, like, a specific race is not your type, it's really controversial because people think it's racism. What do you race? think? That's another question. That's, okay, there's one thing, because, like, I definitely had that idea growing up that, like, I was very attracted to, own, like, a certain race, but as I've gone older and thought about that question... You can't find an entire race unattractive. Mm-hmm. Like if or you attractive. Yeah. Because if you think that like an entire race, like if because I'm black. So if I said that all black guys were unattractive, that's inherently racist. I'm saying their features as a society or as like a race as a whole are deemed unattractive to me, which mm-hmm. is rooted in like, 
Eurocentricity and all that shit. Ooh, big ass. I think mean, that's a word, but big I don't know words what to make it is. from Sydney yeah. winter that don't exist. But yeah, <laughs> so I think it is racist just in the sense that like you can't find an entire race unattractive. Like what? Well, I was gonna second that, like exactly what you just said, because I feel like you can definitely have types and be like, this is my preference. Like I do prefer certain races. Just like people also have preferences of like personality and stuff, preferences mm-hmm. of height. Also, girls get shit on for their preferences of height. Excuse me, but guys are like big butt small waist okay (laughs) off topic but yeah I definitely think you can't like just find an entire like race or ethnicity unattractive like like I understand if you have preferences but that doesn't mean like if you're like against dating like a specific race like you're being racist but like if if someone say oh I'm not against dating them I just haven't found anyone attractive or I don't prefer that and then you just keep looking like how do you find you've probably met like 80 people in that race in a given like New York walking down the street I probably see every race within a two-minute span. Yeah. You're telling me you've never seen one person, not even an actor, not even a celebrity, that you don't find attractive of that race. That's, that's and that's your that's you denying that feeling because you want to seem less yeah. racist. You hear, yeah, you heard it here is, first, is... folks. You're racist. <laughs> <laughs> all of you are all racist. You. I'm, kidding. No, I'm kidding. Because I think we're all sort of guilty of being like, oh, I think insert type of person here. I think these people are attractive and I'm obsessed with these people and this person's just like my type. However, I think that we should all be more conscious of that just because like, even if you say it in like a joking context, sometimes it's like, are you sort of influencing other people because you are in that position to be an influencer? Insert our, the name of our last influencer episode here. <laughs> Go listen to it. It was really fucking good. But um, I also think when I think of types, I think of like, I think of like people who say a list of sort of like here are all my requirements and if like physical attributes I mean and if a person doesn't have something from that list it's like I would never date someone with a tattoo or something like that. Sometimes they're serious but other times I'm like bullshit because if you meet the right fucking person all of that shallow stuff it's gonna go right out the window. Speaking of tattoo, I just remember that before I dated my ex I was like oh tattoos are so unattractive. Sorry. <laughs> Siri, I don't know what she that means always either. talks to um but before I met my ex I was like I'm never dating anyone with the tattoos just because I never want to get tattoos and I was like that's so unattractive but then after I did started dating my ex I was like I'm gonna get a tattoo so you can see how like how much influence a relationship could have Ugh, I love tattoos so much that's all I wanted to say <laughs> so so much they're so pretty they're I so just beautiful come. yeah honestly like if you have a tattoo like came oh, Grammar. I'm kidding. No, why'd you just come? I was, I, they said come? I just yeah. come. I was like, I mean, okay. Yeah, I can always I count on Sydney to be the Ross of the yeah, friend group. I am. I'm so sorry. Have you seen Friends? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The paleontologist yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah girl. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. me. I'm yeah. so sorry. I can't wait to get a tattoo when you I'm come. getting a tattoo. Five dollar tattoo, baby. Together. I thought you were going to show us your tits. Oh, no. Well, they say my tits. Wait, who would I be? Are you getting a tattoo? I'm just high five. No, you'd be Phoebe. You're such a fucking Phoebe. I knew you were gonna be Phoebe. She is such a fucking Phoebe. Okay, what, 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 what? You're Rachel. Anyways. You're probably Monica. <laughs> oh, so Monica. You're Chandler. Why would I be Chandler? You are Chandler. She's Why? Fucking, wait. Why would I be yeah, Chandler? Chandler? Yeah, I've or never, Joey. I haven't. No, Chandler. Oh, no, no, Chandler. 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 Okay. Chandler. Okay. Oh, but why am I Monica? You're a little Joey in you, I feel like. Okay, wait. Back to the tattoo real quick. Goodbye. I ended up with this guy who had a tattoo of the two things in The Shining, the two twins in The Shining on a swing. Then he also had an octopus and a lava lamp. And I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, I don't know. I just saw it in a book. I was like, literally a sleeve. What does The Shining mean to him? Like, why did he get He just thought it was cool. Like, the twins with their hair like this. Yeah, I know, but like, isn't that... But, like, why on a swing? Did it speak to him? He was like, I don't know, it's all in the book. I was like, Am I the only person who thinks that tattoos are either, like, someone has this really intricate, like, nine-hour-long story about their tattoos, or it's just like, oh, I don't know, it's a trip stamp, I just got it last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, mine no, has a super, that. my tattoo has a very super deep meaning to me, but then I got it done for five bucks, so it kind of <laughs> ruins it. Okay. But, like, I tell the story, everyone's like, you're dumb as shit, and I'm like, but it's poetic. But, like, the tattoo, I have I the exact it. opposite from you, because my tattoo literally means nothing on my lip. It literally just says boss with the money signs, Still and there. I spent literally, no, it's gone, it's faded my See, tattoo okay. is so deep though and i makes you sad because it looks like shit the one i'm book? the yeah. one i'm gonna no. get is like six hundred dollars mm-hmm. but it has meaning so i'm like okay that's yeah i want to get my redone yeah because the guys it's i get really when are you gonna get it yo i already put down my down payment but i'm not gonna bring any friends and i'm not getting my first tattoo alone and that's why i'm waiting till oh, like, so you're chilling until i'll go like this i'll get mine redone yeah, yeah because I, he has appointments 
because I can we get them together? Because I want to get one. Wait, yeah. If you want to make one, I'll show you. I'll send you his, his Instagram. Because if you want to do it together, we can make an appointment together and just go together the same day and get it for each other. Okay. All right, cool. now we're making plans on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we can tattoo plans out here. We're, we're talking so back now. to the topic about types. Do you guys think that my type is more like their profession slash their actions? Mm. I mean, I have I have features that I prefer. Like I have a thing for teeth. If you have straight white, even teeth, like that is the best. I, I don't necessarily have like a type based on race, but do you like white boys? <laughs> you know what? White white boys, straight like straight Not up, just, yeah. like 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 cookie cutter. <laughs> Out of a printer white paper. Like, like Irish like white. white. Oh, I was going to say, like, Arthur <laughs> from, like, the little kid TV show white. Listen. Arthur's literally a mouse. <laughs> if you what? are an engineer. Arthur's I... literally a mouse. <laughs> what? He is? One is brown. He's a mouse. Yeah. Wait, number one. Oh, there's so many things no wrong with that. I was thinking of Caillou. You mean Caillou? Caillou white. Caillou can't dodge him. Okay, so you're calling me a No. Is it super loud? Yours is. Yours is. My ours is chilling. I think we're all I feel yelling. like I'm screaming. But no, my profession, I'm my type is definitely profession. There are only like three prof- professions that I'm attracted to. Like you could be the most beautiful human, but be like a kindergarten teacher. No offense to teachers, but I just like <laughs> I'm not into that. I could never be attracted to a profession. I don't. I don't like. I respect you that you are. But I could never. It's like that's like the person can be a horrible person, but their job. I feel like I don't know. But for me, it's less about looks and more about like intellectual attraction because like yes i want to say like oh my type is like really hot guys but like if a guy and i can have a very good and uh intellectual connection or they're very very smart or they're passionate about something to me that's the most attractive quality i could have so i'm more attracted to like guys who are like super intellectual or into like politics or guys that are like super passionate about something whether it's like politics or like music or like literally anything because guys are just so all the time. It was that rant in a bad way or like they they're like um like what are you passionate about? Uh, oh, oh no, video like, games. Like, yeah, like okay. like they're cool. so boring. So like boring and bland. So like guys have a little bit of spark or something. Oh, it's hot yeah. to have passion, you know. That is called sapiosexual. Is that a thing? Little what? Yes, it means you're sexually attracted to intellect. Oh yes, oh. I am. Yes. Okay. Oh. I think for me, like, it's not really, like, an intellect thing or a finance bro thing. I feel like it's... <laughs> Called out. It's, like, a vibe. Do you know what I mean? It's just, like, a vibe. <laughs> so, no, like, I just, like, fuck with vibes. Like, I just, I just fuck with their vibe. But, yeah. If they're hippie, they're for me. I was gonna say that, like, I think... Okay, accent done. I think the only profession that I wouldn't be attracted to that would be, like, a off-limits sort of situation for me would be not any one specific type of profession profession but whatever profession I'm doing at the time because I personally think that it's healthy to have like some time away like my workspace my professional space like needs to belong to me because as an independent strong woman I think that like (laughs) I think that like my business and like my um endeavors professionally career-wise need to just solely belong to me because think about it if you break mm. up or something it's awkward at work yeah. you're, you're not going to get the appropriate amount of time away together because I don't think it's healthy to be codependent about someone yeah. with someone not codependent about mm-hmm. someone and I don't think it's like I don't think it's appropriate to just like spend every waking minute with anybody you're close with let alone your significant other who you're trying to live with and like start a life with so. I agree. well I think I've never thought about like being attracted to one profession uh, well, I have my limits. I don't want to date anyone, like you said, in my own profession. But I wouldn't mind. Really? I, well, I, well it depends on their personality then. Mm. If it wasn't competitive or, like, you didn't work in the same exact office. Oh, then but like, definitely not. It's like, I want to marry yeah. a guy in politics and I'm going to be, because I'm trying to be first lady. But, oh, like, open application literally, right if you think I'm going to be president <laughs> one day and you're somewhat of a snack, Please, yeah. please slide so hard into my DMs. Like, they're open for you. I'll even lube it for you. It will be ready. Slip and slide, baby. W- She's over the age of 18, so it's not even creepy. <laughs> I w- or any, if you work with money, just please, just network with me for a second. I feel like bankers are so boring, though. All no, I want to talk about is numbers. I like that. That's so interesting. If, you're, if so you are an engineer who works with your hands, again, just slide right in. Okay. Sydney, whatever Sydney said, really inspired me. Like, same boys with passion. I never thought about it because I was like, okay, my physical types are blah, 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 blah. But then I was like, you know what? I like boys who can travel and 
do planning and love to do things with me. That's what I like. It's like, how can you expect a guy to be passionate about you, passionate relationship, or passionate about anything? About anything, and they have no interest. You know, if all they care about is playing like Fortnite and drinking Mountain Dew all day, like how are you going to be able to bring something to a relationship that's valuable? You know, but like if I see a guy that's like loves music or loves writing or something like that, it's like wow, I can see them bring that to a relationship, like that kind of passion, that kind of like energy for something yeah. and for me that's so fucking because like that stuff lasts forever like yes i want to see a guy with brown hair and green eyes but like you're gonna get old and wrinkly soon <laughs> you could dye your hair but like passion and that stuff that's intrinsic it's forever you know i feel for like sure. for me it's not like about them being passionate about something i feel like it's something that we can talk about both our interests we have to be able to like go back and forth and discuss in depth about something but that's passion i feel like like passionate about okay. something okay. whether it's professional you or something Got i feel it. like that's yeah and be able to have like serious conversations mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. if you don't have that what do you have but i think should we segue into like guessing each other's types or did you have yeah, yeah. Okay, before types. we start about it i i was gonna ask to segue into that but before we start segueing into that i do have like a question that i was just like thinking like popped into my head randomly the other day when you're hooking up with a guy what are your takes on keeping your socks on? <laughs> uh, that's what you wanted to ask? Why would you call me out like that? <laughs> People who wear socks in bed make me so uncomfortable. Uh, they keep my toes warm and shit. But if my toes aren't painted, socks on. But if my toes look cute, socks on. Um, I never wear socks. No, I never wear socks, period. I so. feel like just, when I'm like hooking up with someone, if I have socks on, I don't think, oh my god, let me go slit my socks off right now. Like, <laughs> So it's like if I have shoes with socks, my socks stay on. If I have shoes without socks, obviously there's no socks yeah. involved. You've been hyping up this question for the last like two hours. <laughs> that was the question. <laughs> I don't, it's not like I disrespect people who wear socks. During sex, but because keeps my feet and toes warm and shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't just I'm not like you wearing socks, me yeah. But personally, I don't just like the feel. I don't like the feeling. So I I just feel like when you're hooking up, you're used to a naked body, and then suddenly a fuzzy thing touches your skin. (laughs) How does that make you feel? Let me paint you a picture. You are looking over the New York City skyline. You're with me. You have a glass of champagne. Yeah, you're on, a, you're on a grand piano, like straddled out with socks on. No, 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 on no, no, a no, piano no. with the hottest thing I've ever seen. But, but, but there is a slight wind touching your toes. It oh brings your mind God. out of the scene. You feel it calling up your body, the chill. Your toes—they are not warm. You cannot focus on anything else. That'll be the worst night of your life. Put some damn socks on, and all your itches are soft. Follow Sydney's Wattpad at at Sydney with your <laughs> your name pulled off his socks. Oh, it Wait, was cold. Did you ever? And then she got like, the cry Write um, fan fiction. No, but, mine was like an edition for one. Yeah, Direction? yeah. No, we looked it okay. up, and it was ranked. It was still ranked, and I was yeah. like, you know what? That's on fucking talent. Period. Yeah. I was telling her earlier. I had a dream about a car crash last night, and I was like, in my like fan fiction when I was like twelve, whenever there was like any kind of like lack of drama, I'm like, hmm, throw in a ditch, car crash, like eight cars turn over, and she's like. Screaming his name. But I was like 12 and I'm kind of like, am I okay? If you write me fan fiction about me and the guy, I'm saying I'll pay $100. I will so fucking do it. I have a short story due in my class, so period. (laughs) Can you just write a story about me? Yeah, I'm like, this is called Boss. This is is about Claudia and Claudia. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're going to segue into, why did I say an Australian accent? Into you. Uh, describing each other's types. Roca. I don't know how. <laughs> Roca. Well, like, Roca? I think you just yes. need to call people out. Okay. Oh, wait, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm no, no, no. Sydney First lawyers. Chopping block. Ooh. Because no. like big ass. legislate me. Mm. I do have okay. a big ass. Thank you. Okay. Legislate me, baby. Lawyers are politicians. I feel like why discriminate? Yeah. You know. Because no, 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 no. Hold do on. you know the gas station things outside that are like, ooh, you know, they fly around? Yes. Sydney. Bro. So do you think Do you think that no do you think that keep like keeping a list? Does everybody here keep a list? I don't. I don't keep a list. I keep a list. I wanna know who the fuck I've been with. I can count within like two hands, so I don't need to keep a list. Hey, I could too if I took some off. Alright, I think here, let's do this. Let's play guess the type. So let me think. Let me think. I'm gonna start. I'm ready. And then whoever gets it, it's like a little like a musical theater game. Whoever catches on gets to add on. So let me think. Wait, okay. did I say the person? No, she's describing the type, type and you can catch on. Yeah. Let's do describing. one word. Who is she, who is she describing? Like, describe one of us? I don't know. One yeah, of our types. Whatever. But, it's, yeah, I don't know. but not us as a type. Our types. No. Yes. So is the answer to be one of us five? 
No, it's gonna be something. No, 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 like. no, no. Just okay. I'm gonna read kind of guy we'd like. So I'm gonna say a word, and if you think you know who I'm talking about, keep adding on personalities until we're all like, oh, ha ha ha. But it has to be one word: personality or physical oh, okay, traits. Okay, Ready? Okay, okay. Here we go. Hockey. Claudia. Well, I knew the person. No, no, who it was Hockey. Buff. Keep adding on white. Exactly. Like Okay. Like Hollister. Rewind. Rewind. Hollister. Yes. The shirtless guys outside Abercrombie and Fitch. Stop taking my joke, bitch. That's my joke. Um, okay. Fuck shirtless guys. and white. Shirtless guys outside of Abercrombie. You just said Hollister. No, I said Abercrombie. Shirtless guys just stand outside during the sales. Period. And so buff. Here, say it again. One word. Talking. Hockey. Brown hair. Buff. Big, Big arm arms. muscles. Arm eyes. <gasps> white. Um, usually, <laughs> usually <laughs> from the East Coast. Not limited. Oh, oh, oh vineyard vines. I got one. No, <laughs> actually, gym no. rat. Gym rat. Yeah. Car sex. Oh, weed. Smoke weed. Oh, Smoke of the marijuana. One. Smoke of yeah. the Mary Jane. Oh, serial daters. Okay, stop describing my ex, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have one right. more. Just All right. I, I have more than just one ex. Okay. So, since you okay. were the one targeted, now you get to start the next one. Okay. Yeah, that was Claudia. Did not catch on. Oh yeah, uh, I don't have a type. Now. Now. <laughs> now. A few months later, we reevaluate the, yeah. the circumstance. I really don't, though. Like, right now, I'm literally any guy who meets my standard, I'm fine with. Um, so, my turn. Um, oh, after we do it, the, the person who we target should get to describe their type. Heidi. Kinky. That's the next type. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, um, engineer. BDSM contracts. <laughs> um, kind of nerdy. We, and or Middle Eastern. No, dark hair at the least. Blonde frat for hookup. Ooh. Uh, Cookie cutter. Cookie cutter for hookup. Cookie cutter. <laughs> um, tall, dark, handsome. But the, the word dark is relative. Yeah, also, very it's, relative. It's, it's like the, only dark hair. It's the white 50s American definition of tall, dark, and handsome. From the state of Pennsylvania. Oh, I guess the, yeah. Tall, yeah. Tall, Glasses. Dominant. No. Enjoy having oh, sex oh. with her. Bite marks. Hickey, 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 Everywhere. Hickey, yeah. hickey, 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 I do tend to go for like a certain type for hookups and I do tend to go for a certain guy with relationships. However, I like to think of the guy that I'm seeing as not necessarily a type, but in my whole phase, I think I had a very specific type just because it was like the type of people that I was surrounded by and I could just get easy access. And I think that I was the type of person that those types of people could get uh, easy access as well but um other than that I think everybody was pretty spot on it's not even other than that that's just it like going on about what everybody else said so good job guys you know me so well okay Sarah you brought a really good point up thank you because for me white buff hockey guys are just what Massachusetts have so that's what I had it's and that is easy access as well Sarah I have a question for you based on something you said so you just said when I was in my hoe phase. So are you saying that you are out of it? You're done? Like that is like gone in your life? Like I'm, do you think a girl has one hoe phase? I'm answering this like- for you. I'm going to point something out. We went on a double date and this girl looked so That's enamorated weird. with him. Because like I, um, I've known this girl through her many phases. I've never seen like this before and I was kind of like period. And she's all giggly and like ah, And I was like ah. Back to your question, though, I've only had one hoe phase. Even if after I broke up with someone, I haven't entered that phase. So maybe even in my hoe phase, I was only like a mid-level hoe. Don't have it. Like they don't have a hoe phase. Like people marry their first boyfriend girlfriend. Like they don't. I don't understand those people. I respect those people if that's what works for them. But I simply don't understand those people. I mean, I respect it because I I feel like they're not curious and like they're really like set and like with happy with they want and they're content. You do you. Yeah, be do what you want. That's best for you. Honestly, what? But if you're lucky enough to find your person that early, I feel like why? They're maybe just lucky. But also, um, why? 
do we call it a hoe phase? Like, why can't we just be normalizing people like wanting to well, be? Well, a hoe doesn't it shouldn't be a bad name. Yeah, right. but like, why does it have to be like a phase? Why can't you just want to be with people sometimes and want to like be exclusive other times? Like, why does that be a hoe phase? That's so right. And I, I think, also only think that hoe phase is um, specifically pertinent to women. To women, yeah. guys that have a hoe but phase are always like that. By like being like I'm in my hoe phase, or you're like girls like saying it oh, it's and like being though. open about it, you're empowering yourself. Yeah, I feel you're empowered you're, when I say yeah, I'm in my hoe phase. Yeah, I don't give a fuck who I fuck. Exactly. You are okay with yourself and you call yourself a hoe. So if anyone calls you a hoe, you're like, damn straight, it's my hoe phase. Like, what are you but gonna say? But why does it have it? to be a hoe in the first place? I know? think it depends on the context people use it in. Because if, if it's one of your friends and they're like, oh my god, you're such a hoe, ha ha ha. I think it's like fine. But I think if like a man or something or like another woman, especially, is like genuinely calling you a hoe or like saying, oh, she's in her hoe phase, like in a negative context, then I think it like takes yeah. the power away. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it has to do with the delivery. What do you think? Because yeah. that's just I, I think it. it shouldn't have to be a phase in the first place because for men it's never a phase it's just who they're naturally supposed to be the bachelor like whatever but for girls like why can't it just be like you get what you want to get with at the moment but like isn't why it's have to be a phase in the first place exactly I completely agree with that and I feel like though like because like it is the 21st century like girls mm-hmm. are trying to turn around so your girls girls would be like oh I am in my hoe phase mm-hmm. but like we also do now call guys like man horse true but it's a negative context yeah but we call them in a negative context but then we empower ourselves yeah. in that context we're taking then, that word back for herself but then also it has to do with, it's not to get political it has to do with the, not political but like political sense of like semantics the idea of like yeah hoe being a part of the sex, sex work community and by yeah. we're being like well we're a hoe but like we're not you know that we're taking that like idea of what sex work is. Okay, so should we invent a new? Yeah, do whatever you fuck you want phase. Also, yeah. if we're getting seriously like philosophical here, I don't think like phases. I hate the word phases because I think life isn't linear. So how can you go through phases if life isn't linear? Like you have low points, you have high points, but it doesn't necessarily go from low to high. It can go from like low, high, low, and medium, uh, high, low, medium, because that's just how life is. So like. If you're in a hoe phase, like, who just knows, you know, you never actually know, like, the pure context of that meaning. So, if you're just trying to be uh, just all the time politically correct, I just would never use the word phase because I don't, I don't believe in phases, personally. I just believe it's, like, part of who you, you are. You want a dick? Get a dick. If you right. don't, then you just don't. Run. Back to the game. No, no, no. no. So, now it's my turn since I was targeted. Stock market. Oh, my God. Asshole. Oh my god. Ugly face. What's that guy look like? What's Benjamin that guy look like? Benjamin Button. Okay, subjective. Okay, body. Straight up subjective. I'm gonna say something nice. Penthouse. Finance. Which, no other interest whatsoever besides finance. <laughs> View. Jewish. Dating app. <laughs> <laughs> Jewish and dating app. Networking event. LinkedIn. Uh-huh. No, wait, LinkedIn before she meets them, and then she follows them on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, and then they meet on dating app. A LinkedIn premium status, that premium gold status that you have on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. The only guys you like have the gold status. Uh, uh, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan. Morgan Stanley. Chase. Bank. <laughs> Just with the word bank. Desk job. Oh, Stern. <laughs> nine to five. Uh-huh. Working nine to five. So if it wasn't clear enough, it is Isha. It is I. It is I. It is, I. It is, I. It is I. <laughs> finance bros. I feel like this goes back to like what I was saying about profession is that I feel like I always end up with finance guys, but I don't. I don't target them. Isha. Don't even lie to people right now. You be on Hinge. What's your profession? Oh, bank, bank, Stern, LinkedIn, bank, LinkedIn. Let me check there. Not BP. Yeah, check the resume. Uh Uh-uh. Okay, yeah, I can't lie. They got me. Um, I just, I feel like I like guys who just like what I like, and I am very attracted to toxic masculinity, which is really bad to say. (laughs) That's Uh, that's so loud and proud. (laughs) Wait, can we, like, they just pretend like they're, they have, like, an ego of, like, Oh my god, I'm this super buff jock, but they're so actually like this scrawny little like white boy, and they're like, <laughs> wait, I genuinely want to hear what you think about what you just said, like that you're yeah. interested in men and toxic masculinity because why? So okay, here's the thing, and I, I somebody is studying like Oedipus complex in their class, <laughs> so bear with me. I feel like in my family, like in my community, that is the kind of guy who has always been taught to like succeed and then my parents have always been like you need to be with a successful man like this is what success is so I'm attracted to the idea of success like 
not just for myself, but for who I end up with. So in my head, this is horrible. Like, I feel bad no, saying this. No, you're not this, horrible. I'm very interested in what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I just, all the guys in my life have always been, like, sports jocks, like, really into, like, money or engineering or, like, whatever. It, it's, it's a very traditionally male-dominated role and job that they do. And everyone I've ever, like, contact come in contact with or, like, thought was remotely attractive is always that type. So I think it's just carried over. And in general, I don't like to step outside of my comfort zone. So if they like what I like, i.e. sports and finance, I know that I'll be able to con converse with them. I know that we have similar backgrounds. So that's where that comes from. And LinkedIn is great for networking, quote-unquote, by the so way. So do you think that a lot of guys who enjoy, like, sports and in finance, would you say that since they're both very male-dominated sectors – also, my mouth is full, so if I sound weird, that's why. <laughs> full since what? they're both really male-dominated sector, you don't have to say full with what – if since they're both very male dominated sectors do you think that like that's a prime reason why you like feel like that or is does it have nothing to do with like the percentages of oh that? no absolutely well that and then the other thing though with finance is like since I want to go into finance and I'm also like very into authority like I am like okay so I'm just an intern I'm just a lowly intern about to go into this field there's damn it sounds like so you're submissive role play. I get <laughs> I get two texts a day. Oh my god, the office manager looked at me. He zooms me. Do you think he wants me? Oh, I actually, put paper on my desk. Never mind. <laughs> I don't like Isha. Okay, I guess I can describe Lord. someone. Okay. I love the first whole half of the episode was like, let's not generalize. And then we that's all we've been doing is just generalizing. <laughs> yeah. Let's start the over. The entire time. All of us Washed up frat boy. Oh, no, wait, wait. I'm going to start over okay, again. Okay. All right, all right. Oh, this, is a better one. this is a better one. It's hard. It's hard. Isha, the, roasting is like literally your, your number one skill. Let's go. <laughs> I know. Oh, ooh, ooh. No, ooh. no, no, I got it. Um, a guy who looks like he has never touched a weight in his life. <laughs> we all did come at her pretty hard, though. You've got to admit. you got to take it. Okay. Pale <laughs> and spaghetti. <laughs> He a type, not a, my ex. <laughs> he has a graduate degree, though. Intellectual. Intellectual asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, arrogant slash confident. Engaging. <laughs> oh, oh. Dry sense of humor, but like funny. Vanilla sex. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, sex. wait. Sex. Really? Am I wrong about that? Okay, mm -hmm. scratch. <laughs> I don't mind a little stop around. <laughs> Artist. Good with the fingers. Oh. <laughs> Please, two plus instruments. Yeah. Have you ever guys ever watched Salad Wait, Fingers? You've never watched Salad Fingers? Oh my god. <gasps> ew, ew. Alabama <laughs> Have you seen um, fucking Let's Get Creative? Oh my god. What? We're watching it after this episode. Okay. okay. Have you, if you've never seen Let's Get Creative, it's one of the creep. Why'd you bring up Salad Fingers? Because it's the creepiest shit ever. When she said good fit with fingers, I heard, I, re I remember like the salad finger thing where the guy's like, <laughs> Salad Fingers and Let's Get Creative are two of the most creepiest videos I've ever seen in my life. Ever. If you want to get videos? nightmare, I'll show you after. It's cartoon <laughs> creepy ass <laughs> fucking shit. Or is gay. Okay, that was one. Oh, Anything. Jamba Juice. <laughs> no, tropical, tropical smoothie, bitch. Oh, tropical oh, smoothie, yeah, bitch. Okay. She tried. <laughs> okay. Ew, what's Why? a tropical smoothie? Oh, 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 I got it, I, I got it. Tropical Part of the Confederate clan. Honestly, probably. Since everyone. Libertarian. Yeah, libertarian, period. Mm, okay. That was the best one. Yeah, it's me in Sydney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not really caught up on physical appearances. Like, obviously, yes, I want a guy that's attractive to me, like, but I don't really have, like, one look I go for, per se. But I think that, like, looks fade, looks change so quickly, so, like, who gives a fuck? Like, looks are gonna do nothing for you besides please your eyes, but, like, if you someone. Though. Yeah, obviously. But I feel like. My attraction towards someone grows, like, physically if they're very, like, intellectual or passionate or smart or good with their fingers and they play guitar. Salad fingers. Salad fingers. Oh, no. No. <laughs> guitar fingers. Just wait till you see salad fingers. You yeah, you're going to be so freaked out that yeah. I brought that up. The idea of salad and fingers together just makes me uncomfortable. But, yeah, yeah. I just, like, like, the guy I'm talking to, which we pretty much described, the thing that sustains that attraction over, like, years is intellectual stuff. Like, for me, that's the most attractive thing ever. So, like, the fact that we can sustain that intellectual connection is the reason why I'm so, like, oh, yeah, I think it's hot, too. That's why I'm so enamored by this man's date me. Bring him home for Thanksgiving. So, I'm going to go next. I wonder who I could be describing. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a hard one, which is why I scared. Seeing as I there are 80 people left, you really have all of the options. Millie's here in Slash Brown. No type. Kinky as shit. Gets obsessed with her very quickly. <laughs> um, super confrontational. I think you like guys that yell. 
yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she likes oh. Theo. Challenging. She doesn't like yes men, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh. Or men that like keyboard elves. I know. This is really going. Takes a back seat in the relationship because Sophia always mm. needs to wear the pants. Oh, I just gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I was only one last. It's <laughs> constantly blushing because he's so pale. I feel like she doesn't have a type though. She likes brown. Yeah, that's what I was honestly white thinking. Guys or tall, dark, handsome that look. Yeah, sick. exactly. Could she doesn't brown. have type. She just likes so well, many. Well, she says that it's tall, dark. Features. Yeah. They like the, They like indie music. That weird ass yeah, booty bullshit. Oh, what do you listen yeah. to? Kittens and keyboards. Every single time a guy that Sophia is interested in says that he likes a certain type of music, I can literally feel the particles in the air from Sophia's libido transfer onto his dick. Literally. Like it's so obvious. She and just levels song. up the likeness. And the songs are always awful. It's like these <laughs> random ass indie songs about like beauty no, boots, no, flowers, it's and like, sunshine. I usually don't discriminate like music taste, but like. But yeah, like I feel like I said I have a type, but I feel like a lot of my actions say otherwise. Because like, if you're like really chill and we get along and we vibe, exactly, you don't have a type. Yeah, bro, you are matter. not chill. I can be chill. She this pretends to be chill. The loudest person I've ever met in my entire life. Wait, I can. I agree. when she gets in her moods, not in like a bad mood, but just like in like high. a chill mood, she can be very chill. When she's high, she's chill. But yes. Mm. She'd be boing to boing at 7.45 a.m. Then, <laughs> then me and her are on different spectrums now. Yeah. yeah, in terms of vibe energies, yeah. It's good about pop, boop, pop, Never on one place in the spectrum. Because sometimes you can be not chill. Sometimes you can be yeah. very chill. Sometimes you can be... I'm never not chill. Be, no, no, like, no. There are times you are not chill. When? A lot of Yeah, there are times when you are not chill. What did you say? When you're cleaning... Like organization and while people that. scream on the Zoom, whoo, you go from zero to ten real quick. <laughs> Literally, everyone be quiet right now. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, like, I feel like it's definitely I like to be like pursued. So like if you're like pursuing me and like you're like initiating it, then like yeah. It's once you like kind of start like taking the vaccine, I'm like, okay, fuck off. We have created a re- rehabilitation program for Sophia okay. in which if she says the word, he's ghosting me. Oh my god, oh, we're I can't forget Because that. this girl, if he's not respond in literally 0.1 seconds, she goes, he's ghosting me. <laughs> then he'll respond two minutes later, he's ghosting me. So we're creating a system where we literally, literally take a slapstick and hit Sophia's hand like a little baby. Every time. It's like 11 times a day at least. Conditional at least training. Why? Every single time. Okay, so if you didn't know, me and Isha are the only one that's, well, I'm the only one that's single because I'm not talking to anyone. I'm Isha single. Is. See, Sophia gets on my nerve every time she says <laughs> she's <laughs> single. You should see Claudia's face, facial expression. Right and now. she says that like five times a day. Literally five times a day. I hate that. Because I am. But, but you're not. Well, I think that, personally, I think that Sophie, I totally forgot. I was going to say that I was texting Eric. But she's I texting think her that, book and forgot. No, yeah. <laughs> Bruh, if you saw out. Sarah's text with her man, it actually concerns me because Sarah <laughs> does not text. Like, I'll text Sarah six times a day. I won't get a single response. She's like, oh, sorry, I didn't see it. But then I start texting her boy. They will send 19 messages in a row each. And I'm like, damn, are you writing a novel? Like, what could you possibly be talking about for that long? I hate all fucking day? texting. I just hate it in general. But, like, here. With him, it's different. No, yeah, no, but I don't. <laughs> goodbye. I don't know what it is, though. I don't know. I can't. I don't, it's not I, I still don't like it. But, like, it's for him, I'm, like, that. willing to make it exciting. Okay, so now that we all, like, put each other's types in do you guys think you're specific types for people like people like people you've hooked up with have specific types that's what i was gonna ask like how do you guys feel about it especially like Mm -hmm. if you're like a type you're like blonde or you're ethnic for example like how do you feel about guys only dating girls that like look like you or like only have your major or your hair color or your eye color like they think of you as a type because i feel like there's very different opinions on like being a type i absolutely hate if one of my exes dates another asian girl after me because i know for fact they don't usually date asian girls before me i don't know like i just feel like it's weird honestly i feel a little flattered because i only know of one person who necessarily has like an indian fetish i don't even know what to call it like i've never met someone with that but i i just chalk it up to you like the culture you like the you know where you know my homeland I'm down oh, your with that. Homeland. My homeland. He does follow a lot of India accounts. I don't know why, but that's creepy to me. But like, yeah, like being black. Like, if I, cause I genuinely like, I'm not on purpose. But the guys I t- to date in the past have typically been Middle Eastern or white. And for me, it's only once it's ever happened <laughs> where I knew that the guy only dated and talked to black girls, and I knew a black girl dated him after me or talked to him. 
and it's kind of weird because it never happened happened before. Right? Cause, like usually, weird. like this one thing I hate too is that they don't usually date girls that are black because they're scared about like, their families reacting to it or their friends. So they're like, oh, we're gonna be a secret. Like at first, I thought it was hot because like, I'm a secret. No. But if it happens every single time you date someone, and it's kind of like, damn, like I'm never gonna find someone I like genuinely. That's like because I'm gonna always be that embarrassing like my family care type thing because like i feel like it's different when you're like latina or asian or white because like usually it's like easier to assimilate into families because like american culture black and white's usually so hard and like looked down upon i guess so i hate being a type in the sense that like makes you feel objectified but i also hate not like being the first because i feel like i have to go through all those barriers and it always ends up sucking for me and it's always like the worst the thing is i feel like yes i would hate to be a typed like absolutely but i feel like every single one of us is a type yeah. that someone can describe to their Bad voice bitches. you know what i mean mm-hmm, that too yeah. i just have an underlying thought that asian guys don't like you like normal asian guys don't like me just because i'm not the abg kind i'm also not the studious skinny pale asian girl i'm very much the i don't even know how to describe myself i feel that because like i've never like had a mutual attraction with the black guys all the black guys i've liked have been like oh like you're not light-skinned with long curly hair you know like beyonce or like rihanna but that's a whole different story <laughs> or i'm also not like the black girl that like grew up in like black culture because i am from like the south and all white towns so, like i never fit into like a white guy black guy or ethnic guys view of what they want in a girl which like you know sucks because eurocentric features yeah. I love how we were so funny before, but then we can just, like, calm down and talk about serious issues. Versatility, baby. I was going to ask, like, exactly what you, but I think you just sort of answered it for me, but I want to get everybody else's opinion who feels strongly about this, because I know we all do. Is everybody else sort of um, adapting that same opinion where it's, like, you'd rather not be a type, but you'd also rather not be the first? Does anybody have, like, a certain standard that they need for their men's to sort of, like, have before hooking up with you? Or is it, like, how... um, I guess this is a sort of two-part question. Is it, like, how important is it that the guy is open-minded, number one, and, like, if you were, if you didn't know that you were the first or if you didn't know that you were a type, is that a deal-breaker if they're perfect in every other aspect? Well, personally for me, I guess, like, I've had certain guys where they, like, look exactly for the same girl, like, so, like, the guy who took my virginity, he hooked up with, like, five girls, like, over the course of, like, the couple months, and I knew all the girls, and we all looked identical. We actually we actually all we were all like Spanish every last one of us were Spanish and like we all were like tan skin brown hair and so we all looked literally identical and he hooked up with all of us and like I thought it was like kind of weird to be honest it was generally I don't really mind it that kind of freaks me out but generally like if I I do fit into your type like I don't really mind that as long as you're just not looking for me to be your like oh you look like my ex you remind me of my ex that's it and like if you if you like girls of all different varieties like okay go you even more I feel like I totally agree with that. Not that, I mean, as much as I am flattered if someone's like, oh, I really like Indian girls. Cause, but do you like me or my features? You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like that. But you said something about open-mindedness, which is so important. Because I, growing up, I spent so long, and I'm like, I'm never going to have an Indian wedding. I'm never going to show whoever I bring home the Indian side. I'm going to, like, make sure my family doesn't cook Indian food. Because I spent the longest time, like, thinking it's gross and weird. And now I'm just kind of like... If you don't like all of that, you know what? It, oh. Just get get out of my like, life. Like, fuck you right in the asshole. No, exactly. But, yeah. <laughs> also, that reminds me, before I was like, oh, there's no need for, like, my future husband to learn Chinese. But, like, at least show some interest, interest in, Chinese, in my culture learn. and, like, maybe try to learn a few words. No, absolutely not fluent. Like, I'm not asking anyone. I wouldn't do that for anyone. But, like, at least learn some words and show your interest in like, it. Like, I actually just had this conversation with, um, Miyoki. Uh, that's our code word for the guy Who's I'm talking that? to. Yeah, so we have code words for all the guys that we're talking to. So context, we've been talking for like two years and like my subconscious fear that I didn't voice to him until recently was that I was scared that he hadn't introduced me to this family because I am black and it comes from like a very like white town, white family, etc. And that's always awkward to like bring in because like people are like, how do I act? How do I be like politically correct and all this stuff? So I voiced that to him and he was adamant that it's not that. I feel like it's always subconscious because, like, for me, I come from a very mixed family. So, like, bringing people in is never be an issue because we have so many cultures in my house. But, like, even if you're not, like, ethnic, even if you're white, like, no matter what race you are, if you're going to another ethnicity's home, there's always some feeling of, like, uncomfortableness or, like, how do you act around people? Like, I feel like I had to act super, like, 
eloquent and articulate and dressed very like not showy or things like that to show that like I sort of that black girl you know so I had to like act extra like assimilated in quotes to try and not like scare families off just something I've been thinking about a lot I feel I feel that too I don't know I just like try not to show my quote-unquote Asian side but like why can't I just be myself like I'm myself with you guys you know yeah but it's really sad that I have to think about it when I'm trying to find someone I think something that's really prevalent to this discussion is the fact, and I'm not trying to make light of the situation or explain racism, because I think that racism goes so much deeper than what I'm about to say, but I think in regards simply of, like, meeting someone else's family and then being of a different culture, and I know this is, like, a white-identifying person um, who's dated people of different cultures and ethnicities, different walks of life before, deeply embedded in humans is, like, the fear of difference, and, like, especially when you're emotionally invested in someone, anything that they do or their family does who you want to impress that's, like, different or abnormal from your own personal life in any way can be super, super frightening. And this is is only coming from a white identifying person's perspective. But it's just, it is really scary when you're like falling in love with someone and you want to get to know them and you want their family to like you. I think that's normal, but I also think that that doesn't explain the aspect of like race or anything like that. Doesn't ask about like, you did date someone of like, not strict culture, but like a very traditional culture. So, like, coming in as someone, like, from the outside in quotes, like, how did that make you feel? Or, like, did you feel like you had to act a certain way or, like, really scared to, like, possibly meet their family or things like that? Yeah, when me and my ex dated, who was um, very, not orthodox, but he practiced the religion almost daily, he mentioned a few times, like, taking me home for the holidays. He mentioned a lot, like, oh, you can't dress the way you usually do or, like, you can't do this and you have to do this. And it was a very, like, strict set of rules because his parents are orthodox. It was really, like, frightening because of that sort of area of difference I, I was scared as fuck because I didn't I was like holy fucking shit like I don't what if I do something wrong you know he took his fam- family very seriously so if they didn't like me where would we stand yeah like on the opposite spectrum I'm naturally thick as a log and I've been thinking about what I'm gonna wear for the last like three weeks I'm gonna wear a fucking smock because like I don't want to seem like hoey or like out there but yeah. I am naturally like a curvy person and I'm already scared of being like oh you're that black person with your tits out and your butt out and you're like ghetto earrings and all this shit there mm-hmm. are no black people in this town whatsoever it's like a small ground of like 5,000 people he lived in a predominantly white neighborhood not predominantly it was oh, only white. white he did not have a single friend of any of this growing up that was not white so I know this family is like accustomed to like dealing with that yeah. so that's always my biggest fear is meeting families so, like at least like in my hometown they knew black people because like my school community had other black people in it yeah. but like going to college you're not knowing the person's background I feel like that's even scarier because you don't know what to expect like going to that environment I don't know how relevant this is to what you're saying, but just, like, growing up, because, like, my mom's, like, very, very white, and my dad is, like, from another country. Yeah. It's just, like, very much two different cultures, and, like, I think it has caused a lot of problems and a lot of fights, like, in the past, because, really? like... Like, fights and stuff? Like, mm-hmm. tension? Yeah, there's a lot of, like, tension and fights, because, like, the Spanish culture, like, didn't accept my mom because she was, like, white, and, like, the other way around. So, like, it did cause, like, a lot of stuff, and, like, because it's, it's, it's hard for a lot of people yeah. to, like, open up to new cultures. Like, I don't think that's necessarily true with everyone, but I also think it's different in, like, that case because, like, the entire family was from another country. Like, no one would even speak English, like, in, like, the family's presence. My family being from another country, I feel like you're not as open-minded when you're from a country that's completely, like, one of the same, like, race. Like, completely homogeneous versus America. Like, the United States is so, like, mixed with, like, different ethnicities and cultures and stuff. And I feel like the American culture is, like, in everyone who lives here because we all become, like... Um, like Americanized and assimilated mean? in a way mm-hmm. so I think being from this country and like living here for generations is very different because people will have more of an open mind yeah. Yeah. like my stepmom is from Guadalupe and a lot of the island is indigenous mixed with French whites that come to live on the island because mm-hmm. it is a French colony mm-hmm. so everyone there is mixed okay. so she said that like she grew up in Montclair so she had to learn English coming into high school yes. like etc but she said that she was never asked from the time she was born to 14, what race are you? Are you biracial? How do you identify? And then she got here, and it was like, oh, you're biracial. Oh, you're mixed. Like, are you black or are you white? And she was like, growing up, we were all looked exactly the same. Like, we're all different cultures, mm-hmm. so no one is ever like, ooh, you're mixed. Or like, you're not mixed. It was like, you are who you are. You speak two different languages, like you're English or you're like whatever. It was never like, ooh, what do you choose type thing. It's just such an American thing, I think. Yeah, I was about to say, do you think that plays to like the sort of like a uh, mixed or different race ethnicity fascination that American culture has towards people of other ethnicities because America has such a unique place in the world in the sense that like Europe Asia Africa etc had colonies of or civilizations of the same race they're all homogenous 
but America, after colonization, um, became so heterogeneous in the sense that, like, we're all from different countries and we're all mixed in some way. That there are so many cultures in one small area, which is not true in a lot of other countries. It's usually like whatever country you're in, that's what most people are. Like they're mostly English or Irish or whatever. So for us, we're forced to like know different cultures, especially in like college, especially when NYU because it's so diverse. So like here, I found people are so much more accepting of like interracial relationships versus in the South where almost everyone is white, dynasty family, etc. Because I feel like all of us here have been at least on one interracial relationship, right? Mm -hmm, sure. So I feel like that's like oh, period. Look at us, like all like uh -uh. the words. It's mostly and shit. because most of us are minorities. Yeah, we do white boys. Yeah, not really that. Mine was a that white was boy. Yeah, mine was a white boy and <laughs> Middle Eastern. <laughs> period. No, I've been with black, but he also asked me to hook up with another girl while we were hooking up. So the first like mixed guy I got with was this break, and he even made comments like, "Oh, you're like you're black, like you're thick," and like I hated it so much. Like he's the, uh, surprisingly really? he made the most about race than white guys, Seriously? which was crazy to I'm me. So just about to say yeah. that. that's so I interesting. Go. Just, no, I, I want to hear everything. So I personally, the most amount of like fetish, how do you say the word? Fetishization. <laughs> yes, that that I faced are actually from like. Brown boys. Am I allowed to yeah. say that? Yeah. Yeah, you're brown. You're brown. brown boys. Like, they hype that up. Someone who shall not be named, he just played to every every stereotype. Mm -hmm. Every single stereotype. Like, he made jokes about, like, arranged marriage and the fact that, like, what we were doing was, like, liter a literal cardinal sin because we It was just... Uh, just so much and I'm I'm like oh, why have I not faced this I grew up in a predominantly white town like I've never yeah. heard this stuff until it came out of your mouth and we are <laughs> out of your we're, mouth we're from the same area of the world so that's so interesting that you brought that up like a song asked me to twerk and I was like excuse yeah. me yeah, yeah and I, you like, play into every fucking series <laughs> most Indian guys too are like super yeah are super into the like like a lot of girls wear like jingly bracelets and like anklets and things and like that's like a turn on for them every single Indian guy I know like that's a turn on for them like in my community, which is absolutely crazy. That's like after sex, guy, the guy would be like, "You're the first black girl I've ever been with. Like you're the second. And I'm like, How "Do you want a cookie?" Black guys um, objectify Latino women a lot because mm -hmm. they have all the features of black women that they like without having to be black. That's problematic, but whatever. Do you guys feel like your own race discriminates more than other races? Because I feel like that's true for me. Like that, there's a lot of discrimination among different types of Indians, especially yeah. relation to like what your parents do as a job and how much money you have. Mm -hmm. I so. believe it was Zora Neale Hurston who said black women are the mules <laughs> of the world because not only do they because like there's racism in the sense oh that you're black and then also like the lowest of the caste system in terms of race then also like you face gender oppression also so yeah. it's kind of like a double whammy but that was really deep so I know that's what my tattoo is actually the black woman sign oh really but um oh yeah story about my tattoo that's what it's about it's that line from my favorite book ever if I was watching that yeah, I think I face most from black guys because they always feel the need to comment on like whether or not I'm black enough or like things like mm. that. But then also like yeah, I get I get more comfortable with white guys because I feel like they talk about less because they're so scared too. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like yeah, stay yeah, scared, baby. Yeah, yeah, like I've never actually experienced any guy commenting on my race or ethnicity like really? that before. Hmm. What about yeah, like meeting too. families? Has there ever been like a culture disconnect? Uh, like, well, my about? ex. His stepmom is Asian, so when I was meeting them, I had no pressure. I was like, "Ah, oh, this is this is what I'm used to, like every single day." So, and like probably I would get mad. It's like when people try and like not make jokes, try and feel like they're trying to like desensitize situation. Like it's always happening with like when I'm with like a white family, so they'll make like a joke, oh. and joke comes off so wrong, and then it's like a do I laugh like a huh huh, or do I like oh, correct them, or do I awkwardly mm. like. Uh, you know. Oh wait 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 wait! I maybe I do have okay. So my ex and his dad always somehow find similarities between me and his stepmom, like some weird way, like money organization. They would be like, "Oh, you always like put your one dollar bill and like twenty dollars bill like put like neatly together." Maybe that's just me. Like maybe that's just her. It's not like really an Asian thing. Or is it? <laughs> no, or is it? Are you talking about that? Is the is what you were saying comparable to the scene from Get Out where the guy's like, I voted for Obama. Literally. And I'm like, about? do you want a cookie? Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'll vote for Obama. Like, it'll be silent at the table. I voted for Obama. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, like, thank you. Have you gotten that thing? Have you gotten that before? Yeah, because like with family, they made me dinner Better. one night and it was all Southern food, like fried chicken, <gasps> mac and cheese, etc. I'm like, we hope you like it. 
And I just felt a little bit kind of like... I'm from the South, bitch. I know what it is. So you felt like they were specifically catering to you? Yeah, because they don't eat that normally. Or like meeting Turner's grandparents. Like when they first... Because my name is Sydney, which isn't necessarily a black name, I guess. When they met me, I saw them both go like... Like, started whispering to each other, and I was like, hello, how are you? Nice to meet you. Yeah. No. That was a, that was a really good talk. Yeah. That, that flowed so long. I feel like it was really, like, interesting, because it went from, like, funny to, like, serious, but not, like, yeah, yeah. sad. Too serious, yeah. yeah. I think people relate to it, especially interracially. Should we do just another inter- interracial relationship? Uh, wait. <laughs> Claudia. Claudia, Claudia. Claudia. That thought was literally in my head. When we were talking, no, I literally was saying just not interracial relationships. I said it out loud, and they said it out loud, and I was like, period, mind games. I just want to wrap up with saying, like, everyone out there, just be proud of where you come from. Yes. Like, like love your heritage, because that's, like, at the end of the day, who you are, the people who you will always go back home to, and, like, the yeah. community that will always support you sometimes unless you come from a Daisy family. Also, stop calling people's ethnicities. Like, just leave them alone. Oh, yeah. The amount of times a day people DM me, like, uh, what are you? Bro, one more. Yeah, as if I'm Brazilian, like, get off my back. Why do you care? Yeah. No, one guy was like, "Are you sure?" Yes, I'm sure. I'm are not like sure? what? I'm from Florida. I'm not Brazilian. <laughs> oh no, never mind. I just realized something. My yeah. ex did comment on my race. She said, "Are you sure you're not half?" I oh hate- my guess I'm, no, sure no, no. I'm not half. I feel like you get that a lot. I hate like, when guys think that's a compliment. Like yeah. you'll say, they'll like, what are you? I'll say I'm black. They're like, are you sure you're not like mixed with something? Like, this would be yeah, a compliment. Because like, oh. you're exotic looking. Like, I'm not a fucking lamp. Like, stop calling me exotic. Literally. Yeah, I do. I, I feel like no one here looks mixed though. Everyone just looks their race. Like, I don't get one. Is it because I of my I blonde hair? I can't, I'm I allowed to have mixed. blonde hair, guys. Lots okay. of highlights if I fucking want to. I don't think I have Well, you are mixed, Yeah. Oh shit, is it midnight? No, it's 10 30. Oh, I thought I said midnight 27. No. Hold on. I had Homer do it at 5 today. <laughs> I don't need to do that. In whatever I was going to say, I was going to say, like, communication is key. Only in, like, it's not your job to educate other people, but, like, if your significant other says something that you're, like, uncomfortable with or that, like, you don't, and, like, you do really like them and you want to make things work, communication is really key both ways. So, like, if you say something that, like, your significant other doesn't like, they can tell you and you should be able to not be, like, Ugh, that's not what I meant or like get like defensive about it because like that's just how they feel and like vice versa like if it's about you and you get offended like I think communication is really key otherwise you're gonna keep doing it because maybe they not maybe they don't know better or whatever even though Google is fucking free and it's not your job to educate people I think if you really like someone you want to make it work it's what you got to do sometimes a simple conversation is so easy like if you feel yeah. like there's any uncomfortableness like just talk to your partner about it. like that's what I did and end up like working but also, like, if it comes to, like, families and stuff, have conversations with your families first. Like, make sure that, like, your partners feel uncomfortable for being themselves. You know, they shouldn't feel, like, scared exactly. to meet you or want to be with you because they're scared of how they'll be perceived because of their race or their religion or whatever. Yeah, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I think, like, regardless of anything, it's your responsibility to make, especially if you're very, very into them, it's your responsibility to make your significant other feel comfortable in anything that they do, especially if you know it's, like, a trigger point, if you know it's, like, a moment of, like, possible tension go for it also if you love them shouldn't you love all parts of them and that's on period make them feel comfortable no matter what i'll never forget a guy told me he would date me if i was white and i was like <gasps> didn't you say like thank you yeah i was so happy i was like eight though no i was in eighth grade but Ugh. i was like what am i gonna do go home and change my race like what's that supposed to do for me um all right guys thank you so much for listening to this episode um please don't forget to follow us on spotify don't forget to rate and review us on apple podcasts don't forget to follow our instagram at crying in public podcast and our tiktok at crying in public podcast as well if you see us in public don't forget to say hi because we don't bite unless you get too close fetish um, thank you so much for everyone who participated in our giveaway. It was so fun. We mailed it out. The girl got it. She loves it. Guys, have a great day. We love you so much. Love you guys. Say you back. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.